0: You are listening to the Becker's Thoughts. This podcast has been brought to you by the Obeka Realty. My name is Adeola, and I am your host. My thoughts, your podcast. Welcome on board. Hello. Welcome to the Rebecca's Thoughts. I know it's been a hot minute that you heard my voice. It was not intentional. However, I am excited to be back. How have you been? It's been a long year. A lot of times things do not necessarily go as planned, but the most important thing is to keep moving. We might be weary about how things are not working out the way we emphasized, But if we look back and we'll see how far we've come, I think it's something to be grateful for. So I'm excited to be back. I missed you all. Did you miss me? Oh, I did. I'm glad you did too. Anyways, welcome back to another new episode. So, welcome back. I do not have a gist for you today. I'm just going to be doing my regular thoughts on different topics like we've always done. And this time around, it's going to be about new couples. First of all, I would like to say congratulations to all the people that I know recently got married this year or got engaged. I'm so happy for you all. <laughs> Finally you're off the market. It must feel really exciting, yeah? Well, I'm here to just give you more encouragement and support. So, unlike popular opinion Many people think marriage is not worth it sometimes, when you look at how much sacrifice is required to, you know, keep the engine moving, and many other people would say it's not even worth trying in the first place. And that brings us to my topic for today perfect match not a perfect couple I'm sure you're like what does that mean What, why would a perfect match not be a perfect couple well there are many reasons why people are good individually people are good together however when it comes to being a match, being a match for a long term, like being a couple, they're not good for each other. That is what that's what it means to be a perfect match, not a perfect couple. So this is not to dissuade anyone from you know stepping in the pool of marriage it's for you to understand the assignment so that you can be successful at it it does not end when you say I do when you say I do that is actually the beginning of a different phase and even before you say I do whether it's during the proposal or when you're exchanging vows it's really important that you are sure of who you are starting this journey with that small decision to marry someone will either make you or it will unmake you it will either build you or crush you. So, before we get carried away with, oh, these people look good together and all of that, nobody is perfect. You have to understand that everybody comes with flaws. However, you need to make sure that. You have identified their flaws and it's things that you are willing to work with. Yes, people might be romantic. Yes, they might, you know, speak your love language. But who they are as a person, if, they are not, if their purpose is not serving them, it's not going to serve you. You'll be surprised where you find women, you know, married to arrogant men or, you know, men that you think they're rude, they're uncultured. However, whoever they are works for these women and vice versa. You would see some women that you think, who raised this lady and she has a very sweet husband. It's because. Whatever her mother's operandi is, it works for him. You cannot just go with, oh, this is the standard that I have created and he knows me, he knows this is what I like. Do you know him enough to say, he is what, I'm what he likes. A lot of times people don't even know what they like, so it's your job to sit down together and make sure that you're on the same page. Being a couple is not just for pictures, not for baby making. One of the biggest and exa- one of the biggest mistakes people make is going into partnership for financial gains. That is the reason why those marriages do not last because. It's either the purpose will be fulfilled or not. You never can tell. And then you wonder, why do all this billionaires' wives leave them? You know, they don't, don't care about the money anymore. Yes, they're going to live with a big settlement. But they're leaving to start a new marriage because they have now understood... What the assignment is, and they know that this person, this classmate of theirs, or, or this um, team member they have, is not going to satisfy them. It's not going; they're not going to satisfy their need. It does not necessarily mean they are bad people. They're just not good for you for the plan or the long-term goal that you have. There's difference between goals and standard when it comes to marriage. Standard is how you, it's like a boundary line that you've set for each other, a level of expectation that you believe the other person should understand and work with you and you also know hey this is how our marriage is going to be this is what works for us those are standard and you can always look up the meaning of the dictionary meaning of standard however goals are different goals do not have standard they are a different kind of standard that is not met right now it's met over a long period of time so it's something that you desire not something that you created standard and regular standard is what you create between two people a goal is personal it did not need the intervention of the other person yes you, you and your partner can come together and form a whole different goal over certain things, but one's goal when going into a marriage is personal. So you need to sit with your partner, ask them, why are you getting married? What do you hope to get out of this marriage? when you ask such questions you should also be available and willing to answer the same question when it's flipped back on you so if your partner wants to have kids are you okay with it what is the sacrifice that goes into having kids who is going to be more present with the kids and after the kids what is the plan are you going to become a career woman is the man going to become a stay-home dad what is your actual goal in marriage is it to have a home whatever your definition of home is or is it just for companionship if it's for companionship you cannot be marrying someone that would be working all the time and be really available physically, mentally in whatever form you need them when you marry yourself for companionship they have to be available when you need them when, you're my, when you're, your goal for marriage is just to procreate that means that you want to have kids and you're willing to give all that it takes for that particular Goal to be established, meaning that if your spouse says, "I'm going to travel a lot, I'm not going to be available for all the school activities and whatever," you are okay taking up that particular assignment. These are not immediate goals where you have to start up immediately, but eventually you are going to get there that is why I said goals are different from standards. Standard is your day-to-day activities like okay well you do this I do that you do this I do that there is no and standards can easily change anytime. When you're setting goals with your partner you need to be sure that this partner not going to change their mind we have this set in stone your partner must be someone you can go to war with someone that is readily available in any form that you need them they are not people that you fight with they are people that stand beside you in a fight Regardless of what it is, if you're having problems with the Lord, they're like, you know what? We're in this together. If you're having problems at work, they're standing with you. They're asking you, where do you need me to be? That is an available partner. But a partner that says, oh, don't worry. I'm going to hire a lawyer for you. I'm going to hire this for you. Hire that for you. Hire help for you. Hire this. Hire. You know, they are not available. They are not available. So when you know what your goal is, it will help you decide, okay, well, this step I'm about to take, this step I'm about to take with this person comes with risk, but I'm ready for it. It's not your job to fix your spouse. So when women (laughs) <laughs> go into partnership with men that need a lot of work, let me put it that way men that need a lot of work like oh I'll fix him I'll teach him you if you're marrying a 21 year old, first of all you're not his mom it's not your job to fix him, but when you're now marrying someone that is in their 30s it sounds ridiculous to me that you're trying to fix them at all Yes, when two people become one, there will be adjustments. That is different from trying to fix someone that's broken in a certain way. If they're extremely glued to work, it's a broken system. They don't know when to stop. Their getaway is work like that's the escape route it's a broken system you cannot fix them not until they figure out why they're always hiding and sinking themselves in work what they're running away from you're gonna be very confused as to why they're unavailable if it's someone that just does not take their professional life seriously You know, these are just a few examples. You wonder why can't you just grow yourself professionally? They're so lazy and laid back into like, you know what? I'm okay with this little. Why are you okay with little when we plan on having kids? How are we going to be able to afford these kids? Then instead of them talking about, okay, you know what? Maybe you're right, my wife or my husband. Let me put it more into my education and training so i can rise they'll tell you how about we don't have kids anymore if we, you think you cannot afford them they would rather take away something that is easy for them to part away with than to give up what they're used to If does that make sense if you have a husband that likes to drink, don't complain that he's a he's becoming a drunk later. If you like if you have a husband that likes to play video games, do not complain that he's not trying to get more education and go to school. If you have a husband that likes to baby just sleep, do not complain that your husband is lazy. You cannot go into marriage partnership with emotions alone. Emotion is a liability. Logic is an asset. I personally cannot stand grown men that play video games, not unless you're playing it professionally. I cannot comprehend it. If you're not playing video games professionally to get paid for it but you're playing video games what what it's your own mode of relaxation but how much time is going to your relaxation when there are other things that is left undone in your household or a man that likes to hang out with his buddies or maybe with his siblings they will leave you and choose their siblings over you and you have to fight with them all the time do you know what choice you have with people that are broken? The only choice is to love them broken. You have to love each other as you are, as they are. In trying to fix them, you will be ultimately frustrated every single day. And you might think, oh, I'm strong, I'm a fighter, I got this, I can handle it. But for how long? Then, whatever other things you had planned to do during the marriage, you would not be able to concentrate because you're constantly finding yourself in situations where you're in the other person's business, you're in the other person's head. You cannot even give them free time because you're thinking, oh, if I give them too much free time, you know, they might not come back to me. They will get used to it. You... you it's like you're not trying to force acceptance. You want to force them to make you priority. Meanwhile, they were like that when you met them, but you thought in marrying them, you could fix them. No, if you meet people broken, love them broken, that is what is going to make you a perfect match and a perfect couple. Let me say that again. Write it down if you must. If you decide to go into partnership with someone that's broken, into a marriage commitment with someone that's broken, the only option you have is to love them broken, love them as they are, and that Will make you a perfect match and a perfect couple. It's going to look like two negative sides, two opposite, sorry, two opposite sides of magnet attracting each other. Two negative cannot attract, two positive cannot attract, but two opposite sides cannot attract. This is the only advice I have for you. If you do not want to be frustrated, because I've seen Many times when women will say, Oh, I can't believe you're still the same person I married. You're not trying to change. You're not trying to grow. Well, those are personal goal decisions for them. If their goal is not to change and grow, why are you all up in their business? Your goal is to grow. Their goal is not to grow. Why did you marry them? Oh, we should be doing things as a couple together you know i should be priority how much of those things were they doing when they were dating you oh we should be thinking about business together and how to create an empire well you met them with a lot of debt. you met them shopping for things they did not need when people do things like that they're not trying to grow an empire they're just trying to exist pay for temporary happiness temporary joy Relax here, and they have fun, and that's it. They don't really care about what the future holds. So yes, if you do not want to be frustrated, if you do not want to lose your mind every single week and getting yourself in a fight every thirty market days, every thirty business days, you have to understand what is ahead of you and be okay with it if you know that this is a deal breaker for me i cannot be okay with it love them from a distance that is the best gift you can give yourself no marriage is perfect there'll be a little bit of scuffles here and there into individual differences that's normal But when you have too much of those it's abnormal when you feel like you're communicating with them and they're not hearing you the mode of communication is failing you're either a bad communicator or you just chose the wrong channel because you have to know what works for your partner yes you cannot be in their head but the whole point of dating them is to trying all these things out How proactive are they naturally? How professional are they? If you like professional people, how some men just like ghetto women. They're like, they're very exciting. Sometimes I like ghetto behavior myself because I'm like, it's so refreshing. I'm from Africa. You know, we're not exactly uptight people. We're very freelance, if if I can put it that way. So depending on who they are, You cannot come in your mighty horse, be Mrs. Uptight or Mr. Uptight and be like, I'm trying to get this person up to my level. No. If you're not careful, they're going to drag you down with them. So I'm pleading today. Have you done this due diligence? Have you considered this assignment before you said I do? If you have not, you might want to start thinking about it now. And if you've already said, Yo, yes, I will marry you, and yes, I do love you, and I'm going to stay with you for the rest of my life, well, you need to start being okay with who they are, hoping that they don't drag you down with them. While they have been who they are, you are perfectly okay growing yourself. It does not mean you're leaving them behind. It just means that you're growing yourself for the future that needs you. I'm helping you to not live a frustrated life. I I belong to a number of communities online. I read stories every day. I drop my one cent here and there when I'm when I make a comment. But it looks like it's a cycle. It's a cycle of the same thing. And these women are exhausted. They're crying for help, but they're crying for help to the wrong people. They're crying for help from damaged women just like them. Meanwhile, all they need to do is just have someone tell them, well. <sighs> divorce does not exactly solve a lot unless you're being in an abusive relationship you can live apart and still coexist peacefully you can be two different individuals and still coexist because think about it women that do not fully understand their role when their marriage Failed the first time, you will find them remarrying multiple times. The marriage, the marriages they find themselves in, will continuously fail. And when they get tired of being in failed marriages, then they decide to settle and be like, you know what, maybe it's just my bad luck. No, you didn't learn your lesson the first time. That is why the lesson came back around multiple times. That's what God does. He will make sure he repeats the lesson multiple times until you understand the assignment. It's not about what I want. Me, 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 me. A lot of times, it's about who the other person is. You need to understand who they are. (sighs) And in trying to understand them, don't lie to yourself. Don't make excuses and cover up for their behavior and say, oh, no, it's because they're stressed, that they're, they have anger issues. No, it's because of their trauma in the past. No, it's because... Don't not make excuses for them because when you make excuses for them, you are the one that will end up suffering it the most because you live with them. Call a spade a spade and see things as they are. if you can do this it will be an easy transition you will enjoy every bit of your partner because you're not going to be fighting a lost war you're going to continuously remember who you are what you wanted and why you got in this relationship so the effect of who they are would not really get to you as much you will grow and if the marriage doesn't work out at least you took growth personal growth out of it because when women run after their men and trying to change their men and do this for their men and do that for their men their own time is passing them by and when they leave they leave with absolutely nothing Then they become very bitter women. Now the man you cannot stay married to is the same man you're going to be fighting for child support and spouse's support. How ridiculous does that get? Because now you're trying to fight him to pay for your future livelihood. You see how ridiculous it is? Here's what it looks like in my head. I cannot stand this man. He stresses me out. He's bad. He's a bad dad. He's this, he's that, he's that, he's all of these negative things, right? <sighs> Confirmed. However, if he does not pay me spouse's support, I cannot afford to live on my own. If he cannot pay me child support, my kid is going to suffer. Because when I was married to him, I didn't work. I didn't do all those things. I gave it all up for him. So now you still need him to be comfortable in the future. Then why did you divorce him? A man has a bad father. Why are you fighting him for child support? Oh, he needs to pay. At what cost? Everything in life comes at a cost. The question is, what is the price? Whether it is good or bad, every decision we make comes at a cost. So, when women say, Oh, um, I'm gonna take him to court, and I'm like, You still sound like a beggar to me because when you leave someone, because they're just bad for your very existence they're bad for your mental health you should be self-sufficient they should be confused as to why you don't need them anymore like I can't believe this woman doesn't need me you know some men stress their exes out on purpose just because they want to see them suffer they will drag the case the court cases drag it for years. They will always look for trouble to make sure that you're dragging them back to court. They always find a reason to talk to you. But if all this while this man was acting out in the marriage, you're already thinking, you know what? Eventually, I'm going to divorce this man, right? And you begin to do things for yourself. The day you pack up and leave and drop the divorce papers, he will never see you again because the next he hears from you, you're making big money like you you left a complete woman you didn't leave a broken woman does that make sense and if you know that you're not strong enough to leave a broke uh, uh, sorry if you're not strong enough to leave a complete woman stay until you can because the ridicule women go through to get this man to pay for anything breaks my heart they've already suffered while in the marriage now the same person that tortured them in the marriage is still torturing them after the marriage has ended it's like you just really signed up to suffer and if you do not understand the assignment and heal yourself properly you are going to put yourself in another situation where you have a whole different kind of suffering then you go out talking about, oh, marriage is this. Marriage is that. Marriage is not for everyone. You will be the, the preacher of bad news. Let me tell you a short story. In one of the community I belong to, too. this mom posted oh she's not happy in her marriage she just wants to divorce her husband and see if the, if the grass is green on the other side and stuff like that this was a Facebook post right but it's a close group of 10,000 women by the time I saw the post probably 250 comments has gone up there talking about yes if you're not happy leave if you're not happy leave if you're not happy leave you know your happiness comes first when I commented I asked her I said imagine a world where because what she was complaining about was not that she was physically being abused or abused in any form she just feels like her partner is not available enough she's not affectionate enough blah 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 and she wanted to know if the grass was green on the other side meaning if I leave this marriage are there better men out there hmm <laughs> so I commented on the post I said do you have kids if you do imagine a world where you divorce this man because she's a stay-home mom right you divorce this man you now have to pay for everything yourself or take him to court every three months to pay for your future to pay for your rent your food In addition to you having to not work because the way child support system works in the United States is the man pays a portion, you pay a portion. It is in few cases you probably were with a millionaire that his portion is so high it can sustain you. But in this economy, I don't think we have that many average millionaires anymore. I said, if your marriage is not working, you're considering stepping out what are you living with because let me tell you right now the grass is not green on the other side many of the women in this comment section would take your husband as he is his pay for everything is just not physically available for you emotionally available for you they will settle for that as against they have spouses that is not paying for anything they have to work hard and they're still being abused she liked my comment and many other women liked my comment because women are so quick to encourage each other to leave the marriage but they never ask what is the plan when you leave so in trying to pick a partner or oh, we we look cute together we are a match our personalities match well? does your goals align when you both set standards for each other will it be realistic because if the foundation is rotten it will end up destroying the whole house it's not your job to fix anybody it's your job to love them broken this is me telling you how to have peace how to have calmness oh this person is cheating well they just didn't start during this marriage they had always been a cheater unless maybe you were the reason they started cheating because you were cheating another lady posted oh i was being um i have so many stories from this community and they posted oh she her husband caught her cheating and she feels bad about it and she's been looking for a way to you know she still lives with her husband but she's looking for a way to make the relationship go back to normal she never said her husband was responsible for her cheating she just cheated for whatever reason and that particular post in a community of 10,000 plus women had maybe two comments But if it was the man that cheated, oh boy, the whole comment section would have blown up. We need to get to the point where we start telling each other the truth as women. We cannot be sisters and keep sugarcoating everything for each other. It's not healthy. And that's why I'm here. This is my thoughts. This is my opinion. If you have any questions, just feel free to reach out to me and I will be with you next time. Maybe with some juicy stories. I don't know. Or just like, you know, a little heart to heart with you, like I always do. We'll see. But until next time, thank you so much for listening to Debecca's Thoughts and have a great, great new month. Bye bye now. Hope you like this episode. There is more randomness to come. Do not forget to share this channel. Thank you. And until next time, goodbye.